This is Podcast PD, the show that provides you with anytime, anywhere professional development. Our conversations and guests will provide you with the learning you might get in a faculty meeting or on a PD day. Except you'll have more fun with Stacey Lindis, AJ Bianco, and me, Chris Nessie. And yes, we are back. This is Podcast PD, the podcast. I am Chris Nessie, Mr. Nessie on Twitter, also host the House of Ed Tech on chrisnessie.com. And I am joined as always here in episode 11 by AJ Bianco and Stacey Lindis, my two awesome co-hosts for this podcast. As always, Stacey, how are you? All right. How are you, Chris? I am doing awesome. We are here nearing the end of... Uh, summer vacation but hey uh, life is good it's not going by too fast no i agree with you aj how are you doing i am doing well christopher and stacy and hope everyone is doing well out there in podcast world Um, yeah we are almost done with our summer it's it's a little sad but i'm okay with it i'm okay it's okay because we are back together recording an episode for you and we've got basically, as as the title of this episode dictates, this is our summer 2017 update show. Uh, the last time we spoke to you, of course, was in episode 10, and that was at the end of the 2016-2017 school year, where we shared really a lot of interesting things about what we were planning to do for the summer. And we ended our series about what we did last year for PD, what we were looking forward to this year for PD, and what we were going to do over the summer to learn. So we just wanted to come at you as we start gearing up for the 2017-2018 school year and just kind of get back in the saddle of hosting the show and getting you content. So we just wanted to update you on some things that are going on with what we've done, where we've been, where we're going. What do you say, guys? Ready to dive in? You know, we're talking about how our summer is ending. We have to acknowledge that around this time of year, a lot of people are going back. So if this is the first episode you're listening to as you make your way back to school, happy new year. Happy new year. I prefer Merry New Year. Somebody out there will get it. And if you do get it, hit me up on Twitter and let me know what it's from. Merry New Year. <laughs> it's from a movie. Okay. I'll be thinking about it all night. Good. Yeah, Stacey, you make a great point that obviously there are some people who are going to be listening to this the day it comes out or shortly thereafter. And, you know, you're back in school already in different parts of the country or different parts of the world because we are a a global brand here on Podcast PD. But let's get started. AJ, when last we left you, you were about to embark on the hashtag 10 books, 10 weeks challenge. What's been going on? How how, how goes the reading? Okay, so the reading is is going rather well. Uh, I've been a little sidetracked with a couple of things, and I know Chris, you hate me, and Stacy's pretty mad at me as well. That I'm I not mad at you. I don't no. hate you. What? Oh. Okay, maybe, maybe not mad, maybe not hate, but kind of that that whole push. I guess is, it's not really going through. But um, I am reading, and I am moving through some books. And my problem was I kind of got caught up in other things as well that I've been reading. So so far, we'll, we'll go through this. So with ten books, ten weeks, I have read so far Drive, which was awesome. Um, you are badass, which was very good, you know, and basically did what I expected it to do. So that that was a positive. And I am finishing up tribes. I have my hands on and pages ready for the energy bus. 
And there are a couple of things that I've kind of thrown in there as well that I've uh, found and have been reading like little excerpts from. So I've kind of been a little off on, on the books that I was supposed to do. So I think I'm supposed to have six done by the end of this coming week. I believe it's six. So I have to catch up and I'm going to catch up. It's just that I haven't exactly had all the time I expected to have to, to read and to plan and to be a dad and to do the things that I wanted to do that I said I was going to do this summer. And um, unfortunately, the blogging and the tweeting um, really hasn't been happening this summer. So that's just, that's on me just trying to un, not un, disconnect, I guess, in a way. I don't think you need to apologize for any of that. I mean, no, I agree. And neither of us hates you or is mad at you. Well, thank you. you you've read more than zero. It's not like you set the goal and didn't do anything. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to read. We, we just need to reserve a, a future episode where you're going to really get into the whole, you know, you're a badass because I was really curious about that one. So what are you curious about? I can give you a little, little piece right here. So, so what are you curious about? What, what is it about? At, at face value, and then maybe just a little bit about what you actually, AJ Bianco, took away from the book and can apply to you. Plain and simple, You Are a Badass is, is it basically a self-help book. And it, it's basically the book that you need to kind of clear your thoughts, to point you in the right direction of where you think you are, where you deserve to be, and where you want to be. So the author of the book, Jen uh, Sincero, uh, really paints a good picture of here's your life. Here's what you want to do. Here's how you're going to get there. And whether it's through like having the ultimate faith in the universe or, you know, you think about it, like when something goes well for you, it's because you have that open mind, you know, but it's hard because as you think about it with that book, I look at myself, I'm like, okay, things are going very well. When's the switch going to flip? You know what I mean? When is that bad thing going to happen? And she talks about that, that it's going to happen. And it's just how you handle it is what's going to continue to lead you towards your badassery. You like that? I did like that. that I do start. like that. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what's funny, Chris or AJ? Um, you said that you've listened to or that you've read Drive and You Are a Badass. And when you put You Are a Badass on your list, I added it to my Overdrive, which is mm -hmm. all like for me, it's all audio, although it's all mm -hmm. just electronic. So you can listen to or listen to an audiobook or read it through um, an EPUB or whatever. But um, I didn't realize that I could look for, or I didn't even think to look for a drive and I could have read it with you hmm. because it was available immediately. Right. Instead, the book has been sitting on my table for a very long time yeah, and I haven't even cracked it open, which I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, fun fact about you are a badass. I actually went on YouTube just to kind of see if there's anything out there that she put out about the book or her, her talks. I wanted to hear how she sounds and what she talks about. And I did hear some things from her that were pretty cool. Um, one of them was overcoming self-doubt. So I, I kind of watched that for a little bit. But on YouTube, the point is, uh, if you want to get the audio version of the book, it's only five hours and you can listen to it straight up on YouTube. Oh, can you? Yep. I didn't listen to it because I read it, but there it is on YouTube. Type in You Are Badass and you have a couple of versions that you can choose from. And it's funny, I was going to make that suggestion to Chris because I know he always claims he's not much of a reader, but he is a big um, podcast consumer. And I really think that audiobooks, that's why I tend to go there. Um, it's because they're kind of the same. It's just a different different genre of content. 
Yeah, Chris, I think you should check it out. I, I definitely will. And uh, I'll also include a link to that in, in the show notes for this episode over at podcastpd.com slash 11. Now, before we move away from, from that, how can you apply some of that book, if anything, to being a teacher and an educator? Um, okay. So, uh, reading that, reading that book kind of helped me to figure out how I want to run my classroom this year, what role I want to play within the school that I'm in and what role I want to play going down the road in my career, you know, that leadership role. So this kind of helped me clear my mind and kind of get a focus as to, what I want to do one day. That's awesome. That's good to hear. And then does it give you actionable daily things to do to get yourself into, like to get yourself to achieve those goals? Or was it more of a identifying the types of goals that you have going forward? It was a little bit of identifying. It wasn't like a daily, here's what you should do. It was kind of an overall, like getting your mind straightened out so that you can take the time to do these things. She suggests, you know, even like writing to yourself or writing in a journal or kind of, you know, putting things out there for yourself, you know, if that's what you like to do. That's not what I'm going to do. Just right. Because, you know, I don't even blog about a book that I read for a week, but um <laughs> But no, you can, she does give you ideas and, and some things like meditation is a big thing she focuses on. Um, oh, then I would like this a lot. Yeah. But she also did like, if you are interested in these kind of things in the book, I don't know if she does this in the audio version, but there is a whole chapter of the resources she had used uh, to help her with this book because she is a, a life coach. Um, she's using her experiences in the book of how she got to where she is to talk about her success. And she is actually the narrator or the reader of her book. So. Oh, it's perfect. I like that. I like when that's the, the case. The way she writes is like she's talking to you anyway. Mm -hmm. So I could imagine listening to it. It would be a lot more fun. Very cool. She's very witty. I like that. So you're feeling down on yourself about your 10 books, 10 weeks. You shouldn't, but I can see that. And I'm going to jump on that bandwagon and tell you that I really have done absolutely bubkiss for my creativity project. That is still a mystery. Um, it's still a work in progress. I need to really just tackle creating the site that I want to create. And, um, but my goal is to have it finished by August. And to do that, I am going to apply one of the books I am in the process of reading, which is ironic because I've been reading it for weeks, which is Eat That Frog, which is also very short, also read by the author. And the book is so old, you can actually hear him flipping the pages of his book as he's reading it. The audio is, is not the best, but it's not the worst. I've heard worse um, narrated books before. But Eat That Frog um, is just about like doing the hard things first and kind of you know, achieving your goals, which is why I asked if she, if Jen had given any practical ways to achieve your goals. So it might be a good companion book. It's written by Brian Tracy. So I'm going to list all the things that I need to get done for this creativity project. And then I'm going to tackle the froggiest ones of them first. And I'm actually sketchnoting that book because I'm reading it. So it's kind of interesting. 
I know that I'm somehow going to be involved in this creativity project. You are. I didn't name you because I didn't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> I'm going to put myself on the spot to so I can push you and say, I- I'm in your corner when you call. You're coming up next, but one of my goals piggybacked on yours as well. And I'm still running a mile a day. So that's been really good. And I'm actually running more than a mile a day, which is even better. And I have a friend who's trying to convince me to run the perfect 10 in October. And I just don't know if I'm there. Well, it's not October yet. So I know, but I'd have to be ready to run 10 miles come October. And I'm still kind of feeling sluggish. Can you quickly explain what the perfect 10 means? I don't know. Oh, so um, the perfect 10 is a 10-mile race in Mercer County. I think it actually goes through Mercer County Park. And um, I've participated in it twice. The first year I was supposed to run it, I couldn't run the whole 10 miles for medical reasons. And I I did the 5K and I was only allowed to walk it, which was really kind of sad and depressing. But I ran over the finish line because my whole thing is if you're going to run, and I use air quotes on that, if you're going to run a race, then you need to run over the finish line, even if you don't run the whole thing. Um, But then the next year I was able to run the the whole 10 miles, which is kind of nice. It's an all-female race. So it's got like a really good female vibe. There are absolutely zero men, but they're there to cheer you on. It's also got a lot of... um, Really nice volunteerism, Girl Scouts, and that kind of thing. So, super cool. Okay. I, yeah, and as just, you said, just a race. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought there was something to like, like like a Fibonacci thing where it's like one run one miles and two. Uh, so I had no idea, but so it's just a oh no no no, race. and and it's all about like female empowerment, like like you are a perfect ten, and you know just however you are, like when you show up that day, you're a perfect ten. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good race. I like I said, I only ran it the first two years. Um, I think this is year four or five. I'm not really sure. Okay. So for me, and what I set out to do this summer is not working out exactly the way I planned. But again, when we're talking about plans, how often do they work out perfectly? Um, so while I said I wanted to be getting up every day at five a.m., I I can't. I it's just like I'm tired. Um but I am doing stuff outside. I'm drinking more water. Uh I'm trying really hard not to snack as much. Um the barbecues that I've been to, I haven't overeaten. Uh and with all that being said, I am happy to say that I am down about 11 or 12 pounds depending on the day. So that that's a win in my book and it's progress and I'm going in the right direction. Are there still improvements to make? Yes. Um, I do want to refocus. I mean, we're recording this the end of July. I really want to refocus my efforts to really go the whole month of August and only drink water. I I, I do drink milk. I've had a beer at a barbecue here or there. Not at the same time. No, milk <laughs> is just gross. I, I enjoy milk. Um, but again, I'm, I'm really going to refocus and try real hard to only have water for the month of August and see where I'm at um, when we're doing episodes in September. So I'm moving in the right direction and that makes me feel good. I think it should. I think, I think for all of us sounds like we really haven't done much, but it seems (laughs) that we have at least put an effort out there that we can be successful before the end of the summer. And you know, for you who's listening, AJ, you make a great point. You know, 
you may have set goals for yourself. We might not know what they are, but it's okay. You know, just keep trying, keep plugging away at your goals. You know, I'll use myself as the example, you know, for five, six years, maybe even longer, I've wanted to lose weight and get healthier. I have really put a lot of effort more so than in other years, mostly because I said it out loud in front of you guys. Um, and, and Stacey, at a conference we were at, you wouldn't let me go get more food when we were in South Brunswick. Uh, and, and I listened. <laughs> but, you know, you supported me. So I, I, I do appreciate that. I didn't. It, it's not that I wouldn't let you. I just asked you a really poignant question. I asked if you were hungry. Yeah. And I was able to be honest. I wasn't. I wanted it. I didn't need it. I wanted it. And I didn't have any cookies. So if you set goals, continue to set them. Eventually, everything will fall into place. And you'll have the opportunity to put forth the effort to try and make that goal happen. So that that's really all you can do. And and we've done that this summer. We we may not be perfect, but who who among us is? All we can do is try. And and try we have. Yeah, and I agree with you, Chris. When you put it out there, I think there's a little bit more accountability. And um I think that's why we're gonna put out some of our plans for the fall like diligently scheduling for a Wednesday release, um, including you, the listener, in more of our podcasts and possibly having more guests join us on our shows so that they can share their areas of expertise since we are the first to admit that we don't know everything and we're here to learn and grow with you as much as we are to share content with you. We want to get you involved in the show. Obviously, you know, we are on Twitter uh, we're on Instagram. Uh, we, we do have our website, podcastpd.com, and we want to get you involved, whether it's tweeting us and we we can include your tweets and questions here on the podcast, or if you go over to podcastpd.com slash feedback, uh, we utilize technology called SpeakPipe, and right on our feedback page, right from your computer, you can record us a voice message that we can, with your permission, you know, let us know in the message uh, if we can play it here on an episode but you can ask a question. You can provide your insight into what we're discussing. And if it's not something you want played, send us that vocal suggestion of what topic you might like to hear us cover here on an episode. And again, you know, having more guests, we're not the experts, but we're going to go find the people that we can learn from. And we're going to be selfish. We're going to learn from them and just share those conversations with you. AJ, are you excited about this? I am extremely excited. I feel like there's so many things everybody out there has to offer that I, I just want to make sure that everybody out there is getting what they expect from this podcast. And you know what? Based on that, if you're not getting what you need from this podcast, don't unsubscribe. Reach out to us and let us know what we can do to make this podcast better for you. We're not going to promise that we can make the change, but we definitely want to get you involved in the conversation so we can shape this content to meet your needs as best that we can. Right. And if you're the expert out there and you want to get on the show and you feel like you have a message that you want to send, let us know. So I think that brings us to what we're listening to because this started from a love of podcasts and listening to audio content. Uh, I, I will go first. And AJ, this is something I've spoken to you about. I recently came across a new podcast over the summer called the 30 for 30 podcast. And if that sounds familiar to you as a sports fan, it should. 30 for 30 is ESPN's serial documentary program, I guess. So they 
started to produce and release a podcast this summer called the 30 for 30 podcast. You can find it in your podcatcher of choice. And whether you're a sports fan or not, the topics are good because they're highly produced, you know, NPR style with interviews and, you know, you get that out in the field vibe from the conversations and the topics are not what you think. You might see a title on some of these episodes in their first season and say, ah, you know what? I'm not interested in that, but they're really well done. And and they tell some really good stories just with that athletic and sports world perspective. AJ, have you gotten a chance to listen to any of those? Yeah, I took your recommendation about um, the one Yankees suck. Uh, I thought that was phenomenal. You know, I, I was like, okay, as a Yankee fan, am I going to want to hear this? But I thought the story behind it was great. I'm not going to ruin it. I'm not going to give any teasers or spoilers away. And then I actually, after the Yankees suck, when I started listening to the one uh, on the ice about the uh, women to the North Pole. Yeah, the first all-female expedition. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But that was uh, that had me had me thinking for a while. I'm halfway through that one, so I have a little bit left. Cool. So yeah, check out the. 30 for 30 podcast from ESPN. Stacy, what have you been listening to? Wait, wait, before you finish up with that. So I, you know me, I, I'm not a very um, sports oriented person. Um, I hate watching sports on television. Is this something I would want to listen to? Going and knowing that. I think I'm just you- wondering, I asked because I listened to um, Malcolm Gladwell's book, I, I wish I could remember which one it was. I went on a complete Malcolm Gladwell jag, and now I don't remember which one it was. But he was talking about, um, I think it was Tony Dungy and how he transformed whatever football team he was coaching. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. Was it New England? No. no. Could have been Indianapolis cold. or Tampa Bay. <laughs> there you Probably. go. Yeah. So one of those. And um, and I thought that story was really riveting because it had not so much to do with coaching or with football, rather, but to do with like coaching. And to me, that was more intriguing than a football story. Yeah, this is these podcasts are not like a story about here's a score of a game. It's more of like the behind the scenes as to what's happening around some kind of events. Okay, so still not for me. I was just wondering. No, 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 Stacy. I I think you should check it out because they're not sports centered. They're sports centric, right? But you don't like. There's one about uh, a guy from the World Poker Tour and. Gambling age. I don't know if you heard that one. <laughs> I didn't. I did. I I saw this one. I didn't get a chance to get, listen to it though. Yeah, and there's one that I just listened to the other day uh, about a boxer. You know, and my my love of boxing goes as far as Rocky. <laughs> but okay. So I would say give it a chance, and sometime in our next couple of episodes, let's check back in with you and see what you think. But but give it a chance. All right, you find one, Chris, that you think that I will actually like, and I'll listen to it. I think you'd enjoy the expedition to the North Pole. I really think you would. Okay. Yeah. It's called On the Ice. You got to I think that would be a good start that might grab you. Do me a favor and send me the link. You got it. Right, okay. Thanks. Absolutely. So now Stacy, awesome. what have you been listening to? So I know I recommended to you guys, I think it was earlier this week I went on another listening jack. I'm really trying to get my my podcast badge under 800 and I still can't do it. Um, so I'm at 819, but that's because, Chris, you added a couple of um, podcasters roundtables or you made a recommendation. So I downloaded a lot of episodes of that. Not the one that you gave us a recommendation for, but um, a couple others. But what I put in was Thoroughly Considered. 
And I made that recommendation to you guys because I wanted to get through that entire backlog of episodes that I had. And um, so the podcast is about two designers who, um, you know, who become entrepreneurs and it follows Dan, uh, Dan Provost and Tom Gerhard, and they are designers for their own company called Studio Neat. And they pretty much make all of these things that are pretty intriguing, not necessarily things that I would always buy, but they talk about their entrepreneurship, which I really find interesting. And I think in the past, I've, I've recommended how I built this and it kind of had that vibe, but it's only about them and it's only about the things that they design. And the one episode that I recommended was episode 12, which is the conference racket. And they talk about like why they still go to conferences. And we've had this conversation multiple times. You know, what do we get out of conferences? What are we most looking forward to? And if you're listening to this and you enjoy professional development, you'll re- like their message will resonate with you because it's so similar. And it's just kind of nice to see that these guys who are, you know, Kickstarter gurus, they've created things that relate to the iPhone, um, you know, for Apple TV, and they've been really successful. But just to hear that, you know, as much as our careers are different, our um, purposes for conferences are so similar. So I thought that was really, really interesting. The whole episode was was awesome. Did you guys get to listen to that? I did not. All right. I highly recommend it. Honestly, I feel like those guys were kind of having the same conversations we've had. But like I said, it's just nice to hear other people kind of feel that way who are not in education or in technology or whatever. Although they're in their own brand of technology. It's just not ed tech. Well, I will so, promise that I, I, I'm not going to speak for AJ. I will have listened to it by the time people hear this episode. Okay, cool. I thoroughly considered to listen to it, but I will listen to it next time. And there'll be a link to it in the show notes. Hey, Jake, what are you listening to? I have been going back to a couple episodes from the Cult of Pedagogy with Jennifer Gonzalez. Um, there were love things her. that I... Sorry? I love her. Oh, uh, yeah. No, the episodes have been great. She's great. Um, there were a couple of things that I wanted to re-listen to as I tried to focus on the upcoming year and my classroom. There were some episodes I went back to about uh, creating student playlists and uh, personalized learning. She had an episode on discussion strategies for students. So I've been going through a couple of those and um, really kind of just get my mind right for uh, September. And uh, those have been good. And I've also been excited for uh, Don Wetrick's podcast, Start Ed Up podcast. Um, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for his episode to come out with uh, Gary V. You guys know who that is? Gary V? Gary V, yeah. yeah. Gary V. I feel like you've mentioned him before on the podcast. I feel like I should know who he is. So, so Gary V is basically an entrepreneur, but he is a really- To the nth motivated, degree. Yeah, but he's a motivated guy and he really kind of puts his message out there for other people. And um, the words that he speaks are something that I'm like on the edge of my seat with. So I can't wait to hear what he says. So I was- on Facebook and I was kind of, fo- I followed Don to begin with and he has gone live a couple of times. Like I think he has a two part episode coming up with Gary V and, you know, I was listening to a couple of things and Gary V is talking about how the education field should be better for our students and how we can kind of change 
the way we teach and the ways our school runs so that our students are better off for the real world. Whether they're going to be entrepreneurs or if they're going to work for somebody, they have to be prepared. So I only saw little snippets because Don was kind of like, he wasn't going very long, but uh, he's got that episode ready for uh, uh, Gary V. And he also had one uh, with Dan Pink, actually. Right after I finished reading the book, I saw he was recording that one. So I threw a question in there. So one of my questions will be on Don's podcast when talking to uh, Daniel Pink. So I'm excited for that, too. Very cool. And I, I'm also enjoying Start Ed Up. Obviously, listened to it before it was here on the Education Podcast Network. Um, definitely also looking forward to the Gary V conversation. Uh, actually, AJ, I don't know if you listened to the episode that came out this week as we record it, but before he he's in the Gary V building and he meets up with, uh, I'd have to look it up, but a guy from the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Derek, Derek Morgan. Yeah. And yep. just has a, gets him on the podcast as episode with Derek Morgan from the Titans and great conversation. And, and what I love about Don is he's going to talk to anybody who's going to say something about education or right. not. And, and, and that's, that's like, that's what I was saying. One of those, one of the reasons I'm definitely going to be into this podcast from, uh, I mean, he's in the sixties now with his episodes, but I'm definitely going to be going back and listening to a lot of them because listening to him talk about education, his passion really comes out and the questions that he asks really helps with others to kind of paint a different picture of schools. You know what? Maybe we could reach out to Don and I can get him to come on here with us and have a little chat. I might get a little tongue tied. That's that's like an, <laughs> that's like a true edgy celebrity right there, man. I've been following that guy for for years, so I might be like the guy in the corner, just like giggling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll try and get Don on here and talk about innovation and how to really shake up your classroom. Let's do it. I like it. So let's finish up with uh, what we're learning. And AJ, I think we can skip you since we made you talk about the books. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna keep reading. So I'll let you know what I'm learning the next time we come together. There you go. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, Stacy, you, you mentioned here in the notes uh, something about conferences. So share, please. Yeah. So I've attended um, two conferences, I believe, maybe more, but honestly, they were in June. So as sad as that sounds, I don't remember them. Um, and then, well, I remember them, but I don't remember all. Was it three? You were with me for two. South Brunswick. So there was Ed Camp Leader, and then there was South Brunswick, and maybe there was a third, but I don't remember. Um, and then I attended um, a workshop in my school district for middle school teachers called Know Me Before You Teach Me. And that was really intriguing because it had a lot to do with responsive classroom, which is a topic that we hope to explore later in the, in the school year. But um, I never really thought that our district would bring responsive classroom to the middle school. So it's kind of nice that they're kind of looking at some parts of the approach. They're not bringing formally responsive classroom to the middle school, but they're kind of, you know, doing a West Windsor type thing to it. And AJ, it's kind of interesting that you talked about Jennifer Gonzalez and the playlist. That was actually an idea that I shared with the teachers that got a lot of traction, mm. you know, creating a playlist for each classroom and, you know, having them submit their songs through Google Forms and then just kind of having a new song play every day for the first few days of, or for the first month of school so that everyone gets to hear their song. And then maybe every Friday playing a song at random. 
um, from each of the playlists that they would create. And then um, I have to thank both of you for convincing me to go to EdCamp Leader in June. Um, it was definitely something that I wanted to go to, but I, it was just the way the week was shaping up with a conference on Monday and then Leader on Friday and it being Fourth um, of July weekend. Um, I didn't have the fullest desire to go, but I'm truly thankful that I went because, um, AJ, help me out. Kevin, what's his last name? Kevin he Carroll? Yes. Mm-hmm. He is a principal in the area and he had one of the best sessions that I have, I've attended in a really long time. And it was about flipping your faculty meeting. And while all of his ideas were truly inspired, um, and kind of taken from the classroom and applied to, you know, adult learning in, in a school setting. Um, my biggest takeaway is just how he digitized everything. And it's something that as we move into August and as I, you know, have an upcoming PD day with my admin, I'm really hoping that I can get them on board. It's one of our goals for the years to move away from Word and towards all things Google or more things Google would really be my, my, you know, my second goal, I guess, all things Google would be my primary, but if we, we did more things Google, that would be great. And um, just kind of using Kevin's model for that, you know, he had something called uh, a doc called the answers. And it pretty much had like, if you had a question about this, he had an answer for it. And it was in the stock and it was like a hyper doc that linked to other docs that kind of, it was just, it was just beautiful. So the doc called the answers was like a table of contents. And then it linked to um, other docs that provided all of the answers for when are the faculty meetings this year to what topics have we covered to how many hours do I get for this to what is our emergency evacuation plan? And it was all there. So you're not looking for things, you know, in whatever email came out on the first day of school and whatever email came out in the second week of school and, you know, a change in who's on your staff list. Like it was all there. And I really think that that's a shortcoming that I see throughout my district is how dependent we still are on Microsoft and I would really love to move our um, administrative team and our secretarial staff towards more googly things. So Kevin kind of showed me a way to make that happen. And that was genius. Very cool. Uh, I, I think we would look forward to seeing how that develops over the school year. Yeah, yeah I, me I'm too. Kind of, I didn't get to go to a session, but I heard some great things and I was going to check his resources. So I'm kind of excited to hear how that works. I highly recommend that you check his resources. And um, if I can find it, I will put his his link to the answers in the doc. He said he shares it very openly. And then the things that you need to get to um, that are truly staff related are secured um, to be, you know, domain only. So I'm totally fine with that. Quite honestly, I just need the way that it looks and the type of ideas that he puts in there. So what about you guys? What are you guys learning right now? Well, I'm actually going to call an audible on what I have here in the notes, which I'm not even going to say because I would just remember something I did. So it applies learning. I found some scrap wood, some scrap plywood in the uh, garage of EdTech, and I decided to build for my classroom for September a charging station for student devices. I built this box and there will be pictures in the show notes at podcastpd.com slash 11 built it out of plywood that will house a um, a surge protector power strip of six or eight outlets that will then plug in chargers for either iPhones or the Android phones. And then there's a little shelf that 
students can will be able to come into my classroom, plug in their devices, and leave them there to charge. That is very innovative, and I cannot wait to see pictures of that myself. Yeah, I'm intrigued. And I can't believe you waited this long to tell us that. I, I built it only this week and hadn't spoken to you guys as much as I thought I would. But I got the idea from last week, Kate and I spent a day in Washington, D.C. While she was geeking out at the Library of Congress, great librarian that she is, getting her Library of Congress reader's card, and I got one too, uh, I was sitting waiting, and they have these charger stations throughout the Library of Congress. And I was like, oh, that would be really cool in a classroom. So I Googled them, and I don't have you know, $1,100 for an actual charging station. So then I just Googled DIY charging stations and found a couple of designs and amalgamated my own. How cool. How industrious of you. I try and I got to use the trim router and the nail gun and it was all sorts of fun and spray paint. Yeah. So I I will have pictures of that. I'll I'll share pictures with you guys before the episode comes out. That's what I learned. AJ, you've read books, so we're not going to rehash that. So I'm still reading. I will not stop. I'm going to read 10. I promise. We actually did get some feedback after episode 10. Uh, Piers Blythe at Piers Blythe on Twitter. Uh, just He had reached out to AJ and thanked you for introducing him to this podcast. So we want to say thank you to you, Piers. Uh, if you want to connect with him on Twitter, it's at Piers Blythe, P-I-E-R-S-B-L-Y-T-H. So thanks for listening and uh, connect with Mr. Blythe. And as we get underway with the 17-18 school year, uh, we just want to again stress to you that we want to get you involved in these episodes. So again, if you go to podcastpd.com slash feedback, send us a voice message, uh, send us a message on Twitter or on Instagram. We would love to hear your questions, your feedback, your comments, uh, share them here on the show, or just share your thoughts with us. So let's, uh, what do you say, guys? Let's put a bow on this one. Sounds like a plan. All righty. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Podcast PD. For links to all of the resources mentioned in this and every episode, please visit our website at podcastpd.com. You can connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at AJBianco. And I also blog at AJBianco.me. You can connect with me on Twitter. I am Mr. Nessie. And I would love it if you also checked out the House of EdTech podcast over on chrisnessy.com. You can connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at irontech, and I blog at irontech.me. Connect with Podcast PD on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast PD. We would also love to have you as a member of our Facebook community. Go to podcastpd.com slash Facebook to join. You can also help us reach more educators like you by telling someone else about the podcast. So share us with your colleagues. And if you do it on social media, please tag us. Podcast PD is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. For more podcasts, visit edupodcastnetwork.com.